0: Here's a summary of all the important policies that were announced in the budget this year. The budget is the most awaited financial document in the country, except for maybe the Adani Group's actual financials. And why not? It is on this day that the nation gets ready for its next course of action. It is on this day that the nation writes its fate. From the rural farmer to the urban business person, words written in this document affect all. Behind the dancing numbers lies a story, a plan. This document is more than a mere plan. It is a roadmap to progress, a hope to prosper. Today, let's dive deep into the Union Budget 2023 to see what lies ahead of us. Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Budget 2023 laid out four opportunities and seven priorities. The four opportunities, economic empowerment of women, PM Vishwakarma Kaushal Samman, which focuses on upskilling and supporting Indian artisans and craftsmen, tourism and green growth. The seven priorities, inclusive development, reaching the last mile, infrastructure and investment, unleashing the potential, green growth youth power and financial sector. Before we get into the long list of policies, let's highlight a few key numbers. The government has met its target fiscal deficit of 6.4%. Next year's target is 5.9% and we aim to bring this to 4.5% by 2025-26. Government increased capex by 33% to 10 lakh crore rupees. The most awaited announcement was around income tax rates and guess what, the government listened to us and reduced income tax rates. What does this mean for the government? A revenue loss of 35,000 crore rupees. Now let's look at the seven priorities individually. First, inclusive development. This section focused on agriculture, health and education. Policies on agriculture, First, digital public infrastructure will be built to boost productivity and reduce farming risks. Second, credit, that's loans, available to the agricultural, dairy farming and fisheries increased from 18 lakh crore rupees to 20 lakh crore rupees. Third, an agricultural accelerator fund will be set up to create young agri entrepreneurs who can apply their jugar skills to boost the sector. Policies on health. The government has set a target to completely eliminate sickle cell anemia by 2047. India has the second highest number of sickle cell anemia cases which kill 20% of affected children each year. A, 157 new nursing colleges will be established and B, the government is increasing R&D in this space. For this, it will set up research facilities in ICMR, that's the Indian Council of Medical Research Labs. Policies on Education First, this budget is super focused on upskilling. The government has realized that R&D and upskilling is the key to becoming self-reliant. And second, it will set up a national digital library to build a culture of reading. Looks like the government is taking a page from ReadOn's playbook. Second, reaching the last mile. Policies announced, first, 15,000 crore rupees for providing health benefits, sanitation and clean water to particularly vulnerable tribal groups. Second, 5,300 crore rupees to Karnataka's drought-prone areas to facilitate irrigation. And third, outlay for PM Awas Yojna, which provides permanent housing to the disadvantaged, was enhanced by 66% to 79,000 crore rupees. Third, infrastructure and investment. Policies announced 2.4 lakh crore rupees set aside for railways. This is the highest ever allocated amount. 75,000 crore rupees investment for 100 critical transport infrastructure projects. This will increase last and first-mile connectivity for ports, coal, steel, fertilizer, and food grains. The government, like us, seems super impressed by the chat GPT, so it is focusing on the Make AI in India project. It is also investing in research and development of lab-grown diamonds to make our proposals cheaper. Compliances reduced for ease of doing business. The e courts project will get 7,000 crore rupees so we don't get tariq petariq. An urban infrastructure development fund or UIDF will be set up. This fund will be used by public agencies to develop urban infrastructure in tier 2 and tier 3 cities. 10,000 crore rupees per year will be provided for this. Fifth, green growth. Policies announced. The recently launched National Green Hydrogen Mission received an outlay of 19,700 crore rupees. This mission will focus on reducing carbon intensity and dependence on fossil fuel imports, turning waste to biogas, investment of 10,000 crore rupees, replacing old polluting vehicles, using ships for transporting goods instead of trucks, saving money and fuel, and 35,000 crore rupees also allocated towards energy transition. Sixth, youth power. Policies announced Pradhan Mantri Kaushal Vikas Yojana 4.0. This will be launched in three years to provide on-job training, new courses like coding, AI, and opening skilling centers. Launch of Skill India digital platform. This will enable demand-based formal skilling and provide entrepreneurship courses. Under the National Apprenticeship Program scheme, stipends will be given to 47 lakh youngsters in three years. Tourism boost. We are finally capitalizing on our culture and heritage. 50 destinations will be selected and developed to boost tourism. This will increase revenue and create new jobs. Two birds, one stone. Seventh, financial sector. Policies announced collateral free credit guarantee worth 2 lakh crore rupees to MSMEs. Changes to the Banking Regulation Act, the Banking Companies Act and the Reserve Bank of India Act to reduce frauds. A National Financial Information Registry will be set up. This will act as a central repository for financial information. This will ensure access to information and promote financial inclusion. Introduction of a new saving scheme for women. Mahila Samman Saving Certificate. This will offer deposits of up to 2 lakh rupees in the name of women or a girl for 2 years. Interest rate 7.5%. The maximum deposit limit for senior citizens' saving scheme will be increased from 15 lakh rupees to 30 lakh rupees. And state's financial deficit limit set at 3.5% of GSDP. This could lead to some interesting center-state drama. And now, the juicy part. The FM sure knows how to keep us hooked. She saved the best for the last. And she finally heard us. Here's what she announced. Tax rebate increased to 7 lakh rupees from 5 lakh rupees. Amount to which you don't have to pay taxes. Lower tax rates. In the FM's own words, this is how much tax has been lowered by. An individual with an annual income of 9 lakh rupees will be required to pay only 45,000 rupees. This is only 5% of his or her income, a reduction of 25% on what he or she is required to pay now. That's 60,000 rupees. Standard deduction of 52,500 rupees for people earning 15.5 lakh rupees wait, don't celebrate just yet. All of this is under the new regime where you don't get any deductions for your investments or on loans. So if you want to follow the old tax regime, tough luck. Let us know if you want us to cover this in detail. The extra surcharge applied on the highest tax slab will also be reduced from 37% to 25% in the new tax regime. This would result in reduction of the maximum tax rate to 39%. Bad news, Income on insurance policy premiums above 5 lakh rupees will be taxed now. Tax benefits have also been provided to MSMEs and startups. Startups can now carry forward their losses for 10 years. Earlier, it was 7 years. This basically means no taxes on 3 years worth of profits in a 10-year period since incorporation. But this only applies to startups with less than 25 crore rupees turnover. This means only 1% of startups will benefit from this. And that's a wrap. This was our initial take on the budget. We'll dive deep into more aspects very soon with more time in hand. Also looking forward to answering any and all questions. Let us know your take on the budget. What was the highlight for you? Until then, read on.